Hey, it's Neville Medor here with the stupid email, which stands for Swipe Thought Uplifting Picture Interesting and Drawing. And this is a fun little email for Friday, April 29th, 2022. Hope you like it. So let's get started with the swipe. So this swipe is actually a cool little Instagram advertisement I saw for a company called AirSign, which sells like a lightweight portable vacuum. It says the future of clean. It has this lady in a robe, kind of like with this like blank stare right at you holding this uh, vacuum and she's got these like weird pastel-y 60s vibe colors. And I immediately recognized this this ad. Now, I've re since reached out to this company. They didn't exactly model it on this, but a few months ago over here, I posted a 1978 Susan Wood photo from New York Magazine. And it's like a lady holding a selfie camera, but like a 1978 version of a selfie camera with like this like goofily large camera aimed at her. And she's vacuuming. And I thought it was very reminiscent. In fact, if you look at the email and see, you'll notice some very obvious similarities between it. So I reached out to the company AirSign to see if this was their inspiration for the ad. And they actually said there's tons of these like post-war vintage vacuum ads from uh, post-war America. And that's what they base their ads on. So I wonder what, they, uh, what they're doing it on. But this is very similar. I thought it was really cool. Here is an interesting thought. Um, does anyone else feel like a philanthropist whenever you click the organic result on Google instead of making the company pay for your click? So for example, I was typing in this company, Zero Motorcycles. They make electric motorcycles. And there's an ad for Zero Motorcycles at the very top. And then right below that, there's an organic result for Zero Motorcycles. Now, if I were to click that ad, I'm betting their CPMs are roughly like two to $4 per click. That means if I click that ad, I would have billed that company two or $4 for a visit that I was already going to their website. And so just slightly scrolling down to that organic result could save a company uh, $2 to maybe $40. So, I mean, think about it. If you're looking for a lawyer, those CPMs are often $100 sometimes. So you might be saving a lawyer $100 for a click. So people ask me, I, I posted this on Twitter and it got a lot of reactions. And people were like, well, you know, if a company's being stupid and paying for their own keyword, why not click it? And here's the thing. Actually, companies are often forced to bid on their own brand keywords. And I feel bad because Google does kind of extort companies into doing this. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a gray area. But for example, if I Google Ahrefs, which is a popular SEO company, you'll notice that there's an ad for SEMrush that comes up before Ahrefs' own organic result. That means I'm telling Google, I want to search for Ahrefs. Show me Ahrefs. Instead, they stick in a result over there with SEMrush. And it's not very obvious what are ads on Google. They used to have like this big green background so you knew it was an ad. Then they removed the green background. And they used to be on the side so you knew that the ads were on the side. Your main results are on the, the main page. But now they're all bunched together. So the only thing delineating that this is an ad uh, for SEMrush is that there's a small piece of text that's the same size as everything else, and it says add. And if you miss that, you might be thinking this is the result that you're looking for. So because of this, companies have to bid higher and higher for their own top spot. If SEMrush is willing to pay $10 per click to for the keyword Ahrefs, then Ahrefs, their own company, has to pay more than $10 to be at the top of the search results. So that's why sometimes whenever I see an organic result like that, I'd rather scroll down and click it if I like the company just to save them a little bit of money and uh, kind of just boost their ranking a little bit. Um, here's something uplifting. Um, thank God the Lord has answered my prayers after 10 plus years. Google Docs, if you use it, which I'm assuming everyone here does, it has a pageless format. 
finally. So it used to be that you could scroll down a Google Doc, but there would be a page break every 11 inches or so equivalent because back in the day, pages used to be physical pages. And I'm always like, we're in a digital world. You don't need page breaks anymore. They're, they're completely useless at this point. And they've never made a pages format until now. They just introduced it. So you can uh, go on any Google Doc, click File, Page Setup, and click Pageless, and there will be no more page breaks. Now, page breaks used to uh, be the bane of my existence because I would make a lot of tables and such in um, for our office hours in copywriting course. And it would always put a line and people were like, oh, is that a separate table? I'm like, no, it's just a page break. Ignore it. So anyways, finally... That has been solved, and uh, I'm so glad. I can't believe this took so long to get, but I'm glad it happened. Here's an interesting picture. It's not that interesting, but I get more work done in two hours of co-working with other people than I do with eight hours of getting work done alone. So, for example, had some buddies over co-working the other day, and I've talked about this a lot. I like when people can see my screen or I'm around other people so I don't goof off. In fact, as I was writing this words that I'm reading, I had someone working at my place. So since I get so much more work done while co-working, I decided to formalize the process a bit more. And I've been meaning to do this and I finally just did it. So I created a sheet called uh, co-working. And instead of randomly calling whoever at the moment, just like texting people being like, hey, you want to co-work? I've started a list of people to co-work sorted by proximity to me. So it's kind of like a list of friends that I know will come and actually work on a moment's notice or, you know, with a day's notice or so. And um, I'm going to start doing it more often and maybe somehow programmatically put this in my um, my calendar. But this should make it far easier to schedule rather than, you know, being bored at home, being like, hey, you want to work? And people are like, oh, I'm busy right now. So now I'll uh, be scheduling them a little bit more often. Here's something interesting. Did you know Google has free games and tools you can use right from the search results? It's it's kind of interesting. Sometimes you type in something. So for example, if you Google play snake, you can instantly play a game of snake and even other games like tic-tac-toe and minesweeper. There's also useful tools. For example, enough people typing flip a coin and there's these like crappy flip a coin generator websites that you go to and they have like tons of ads and it just like crash your browser. So Google made their own little flip a coin. So you'll be able to do quick coin flips to help you make a decision. So if you're like, should I do A or B? You can click flip a coin right from Google. Or uh, here's, here's a really interesting one I use every once in a while. I had this guitar tuner app and for some reason on my phone about uh, 25% of the time, it just doesn't load. I, I don't know why. But I could just type in Google Tuner and right from the search results, I can tune my guitar. I always thought like that's kind of a, a cool little thing that Google has. I guess enough people type in guitar tuner and there's been no good one. So they just kind of made one. Anyways, there's always like little cool tools and tricks that you can uh, do on Google. It's pretty neat. And last but not least, here's a drawing. So this is more of a writing tip drawing and it's avoiding rambling old man syndrome when you write. So this is where you start writing, but end up rambling about semi-related stuff. For example, this story shows a zigzagging all over the place and confusing the readers. So someone starts a story, for example, and then they get sidetracked inside of their own story and they go, oh, that reminds me of this time. And then like, oh, speaking of which, do you remember And the side note? And before I forget, let me tell you about this. And then you don't even remember what they were talking about at some point. And so the way you actually solve rambling old man syndrome in your writing is by answering this question before you start writing anything. And you say, the point of this content is, and if you can answer that, you can write a concise, easy story that goes right down the page without getting too sidetracked. So for example, the point of this article is, the point of this email is to get them to call my phone number, or the point of this tweet is to show you how to avoid rambling old man syndrome. Basically, you need to have a point first, and then you can keep the story concise and have an easy structure to read to where it's like you start, you have a point one, point two, point three, and then the end.
So hope you enjoyed these little tidbits. Um, I hope you have a happy Friday. And by the way, did you know we have a copywriting course members area where people sign up and then they post their actual copy and our writers, including myself, go in there and punch it up? Um, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, LW said, your rewrites of my blog are amazing. Um, MP said, thanks so much for your feedback and guidance. So great to have pros like you on my team. Uh, JG just recently said, thanks everyone for great editing suggestions. I'm learning so much. And we have these wins pages where we just collect all the wins inside the members area. There's just so many every day. We have to write them down somewhere. You go to copywritingcourse.com slash wins to see just a, a short example of like all the wins from the last week alone. Anyways, if you want to join, go to copywritingcourse.com slash join and enter your copy there. And I would suggest you buy a yearly package, stay on for a year, let us help teach you copy, and then actually rewrite your copy so you can implement it yourself. Um, guaranteed ROI. And I'll see you inside. My name is Nelmadora. I will talk to you later.